my idea is a, I'd call it a service, but probably has an app-based uh, functionality. Let's say you want to make a life change because maybe you're like too into something that you feel is like destructive. You'll use this app to get somebody to come over and make you hate the thing you don't want to do anymore. <laughs> so like they they'll have to like you'll get you'll explain what the problem is. Someone will be like an expert in like getting people not to like something. Like we'll get people who like used to get people out of cults, or like uh, we'll get a lot of old bullies from like middle school and be like, hey man, you know how you used to make fun of people because they like this band? Like you're gonna do that again now and. Since you're smart and probably didn't do anything with your life now, like you, you're going to be good at this. Um, I was just thinking about it. Like when I was in my early 20s, I worked at a, a youth camp and I was wearing a shirt from uh, the video game Mega Man 2. Like I liked the shirt. It was cool. But this one camper was like, oh, you like Mega Man? And just like would not leave me alone about it and was telling me about like games <laughs> I'd never played. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I couldn't swear because, you know, I was camping. He was a little kid. But <laughs> at the end of that, I was like, I'm never wearing this shirt again. So you were a oh, camp counselor like, who gave in to bullying by a kid? I guess it was well, not bullying. Like, it was just like he, he annoyed me so much. I was like, I don't even like I'm not going to express that I liked this game from when I was a kid. <laughs> I've had that happen to me before, so, though, where... I share an interest with somebody that I don't really know that well. And then like 15 minutes mm-hmm. later, I'm like, how the hell do I get out of this interaction? I want nothing more than to hate this thing. So I could just end yeah. this. <laughs> just please end it. Yeah. I think I'm one of those people. Everyone that's accidentally run into me at a bar wearing a Megadeth t-shirt, like, uh, <laughs> like 50 minutes into a conversation, they would never want to listen to Megadeth again or hear anything about it. And they throw the t-shirt in the garbage on their way out. While I'm trailing behind him, <laughs> is that how you gain all of your Megadeth shirts? I just, uh, I just bully people into uh, realizing they're not as big of a fan of, of a band as I am until they give up. Yeah. So, like, let's say I was like, "Hey, I like Megadeth, but I feel like I'm not getting the new music, and like, I, I can't relate to people." Like, you could come in and just talk to me so much about Megadeth, and I'm like, "All right, I get it. I can throw this shit away now." <laughs> Day two of me uh, breaking down the artistic changes with the last album of cryptic writings on the classic lineup. Uh, Started in 90 with Rust in Peace. Uh, you can also discuss how the song Disintegrators was a tossback to the classic 85 sound off Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. And okay, then, we get it. And then, yeah, then nobody wants to ever listen <laughs> yeah, to that. Yeah, I really don't want to know more about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll buy your services to not hear more of this conversation. Would you use tools like <laughs> Hypnosis? Yeah, I think maybe for like the uh, the really advanced cases, like maybe someone who like never got past being a Star Wars super fan, you're like, dude, you gotta be able to talk to people and not like live in your parents' basement. So yeah, you gotta go to this hypnosis thing. <laughs> and I said, dude, because it's usually a guy. Like there aren't gonna be many chicks that would need that. Yeah, this may be sexist, but I feel like girls don't tend to get into things like. Star Wars. There's no female equivalent to Star Wars where they just go in a hole. Maybe a few women will collect like hundreds of dolls or something, but that's yeah, not nearly as big of a thing for like, women. There are women who like those things, like Star Wars, Star Trek, stuff like that, but I think the stereotype is still like really fat guy <laughs> wearing a shirt oh, yeah. tight and yeah. 
<laughs> so let's say you fell in love with a woman who hates comedy because we're all aspiring stand-up comics. Or if Seth fell in mm-hmm. love with somebody who hated metal and didn't want you to wear leather jackets and wanted you to cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> That bullet belt, no I, I, more, Seth. So you, you should just fall out of love with someone like that, I believe. I think yeah, that's true. I mean, at what point do you decide to just, instead of getting this service, to just... What if you have just... like a lease together? You got to at least stick it out a year. Make an effort, you know? Say, I'll try the service, and then if it doesn't work out, we're over. Is the service reversible? Like, if it makes Seth hate metal, and then the girl breaks up with him... Then he's just staring at an empty wall with no posters on it, just crying alone. <laughs> Can he get so his metal love back? Yeah, what's the fallout for this program looking like? <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of suicide. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a, like a reverse, like maybe within a, you know, like within a year, yeah. he come back and and maybe yeah, he needs like a like, whoops button. I don't know what, like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, like a whoops button or like they'll be like, oh, we made you hate doing comedy, Pat. So now we're going to make you hate getting a good night's sleep and uh, seeing friends. And, and yeah, like normal. Like shit if you're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just normal stuff. I'm confused. So what you're saying is if they make you hate comedy, they can't give you the love of comedy back, but they can make everything else even worse than comedy. So then you like comedy again. That's why we all started doing this in the first place. <laughs> Just lower the bar of life. I guess I'm, I'm going to have yeah, to. Don't worry. We'll, we'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have some oh things that I, I could subscribe to that about. I would definitely, uh, like, like I said, Rick and Morty, if I could pay somebody to make me hate Rick and Morty, it's so hard to hate it. But, <laughs> yeah. Man, do you uh, have Facebook? I, I, would, I would pay a nominal fee to disassociate myself with those horrible trolls of their fandom. Uh, yeah, get, get me out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. mixed feelings on Rick and Morty. I've only seen one episode, but I've read a dozen articles about people hating the fans. I don't know why. You know, I hate to even say this, but it's almost like Justin Bieber territory where, like, come on, guys. You all love at least one Bieber song. You don't like that you love it, but you love it. And you don't love what it means to say you like it, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. to come out and say, I like this song, kind of puts you in a a net that is hard to escape from. And, uh, yeah, it's like, you don't like to love the things that you love. But I would definitely, if I had uh, enough money, I would pay Pat to make me hate things that I love. Now, let's say uh, you fall in love with a married woman. Could you pay someone to make her not love her husband? Oh, I think you can do that by yourself. I don't think you need anyone else to do so that. Can, Just live up there for 20 years and, can, and then you know, problem solved. Can you order this service yeah, for someone you else? Could, like transfer services or... Like, I don't know about making other people change for you. Like, that seems like that might be uh, ethical. (laughs) (laughs) What if, yeah, what if you're the thing that you want to hate? I think you'd make more money that way if I could order the service to, like, make my neighbor hate banging prostitutes at, like, 2.30 in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. I would Ah. send that service to him. Like a Christmas present. Like, hey, I got you you something. You're going to save some money. Yeah. I'm going to help you out, man. I don't want you being a prostitute. You're getting too old for that. Man, he is old, too. And really, I wouldn't mind. I'm I'm also throwing in, like, you're going to hate small talk, but we're never going to talk out in the yard. So 
to summarize, Pat Seaver, you just want to make people hate things. That's your legacy, <laughs> is to spread hate. To you improve know? their overall lives, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> hate for love. I hate the Pat Seaver story. <laughs> like, you could be like, you know, I want to lose weight, but I always fall on, like, I, I start eating fast food again. So I'm like, oh, well, we'll make you hate, like, every fast food chain except, like, Hardee's, because nobody lives near a heart. Yeah, that's, that's, a very, that's a very practical use of your idea, is fast food hate, for sure. I don't know how yeah. you would make people hate food, like <laughs> hide like semen in it or something. I don't think that would even work. Make you hate like processed food or something, so you're eating like salads, and then your health will thank you. It should be like in Canada with the cigarettes packages, uh, the pictures. They should, uh, before you buy a uh, double cheeseburger, you should have to watch like a 45-second video showing what they do to the animals. And, uh, and like how your burger got made, and you would, you'd probably, you yeah. probably wouldn't make it on top of your list as far as where to go. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. uh, animal or you rights. Could, like uh, someone from the service could go with you to McDonald's and be like, you know, those people want to make fifteen dollars an hour, and then they just keep <laughs> telling you that as you're eating. And eventually, you're just like, fine, fuck it, I don't care, I'm not going to eat here anymore. <laughs> like, That's not good enough for me. What? I'm all for a, a living wage. For sure, you know, like let's let's uh, let's be better with uh, you know how we treat our society. But I was at Wendy's the other day, and there was a full-on almost like gang fight in the kitchen, and it escalated so <laughs> bad. We thought that they were going to go to war. Like there were so many like n words thrown around, and like I'll fucking I'll kill you, I'll fight you. Let's take this outside. No, let's take this out front. And like they're just screaming and shouting and f this f that, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, can can I get a four four? Is that possible? Like it was just so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I gotta sit there and be like, well, what does a burger made with hate taste like? (laughs) 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 It was uh, yeah, I don't know, fifteen dollars an hour, maybe twelve. That's that's meet in the middle. I think people should get a working wage, but I'm not willing to cook for forty minutes every night in order to not eat fast food. Fuck. That. <laughs> I saw there was a, I think it was Radio Lab podcast where there's some tick that if you get bit, it makes you allergic to meat, certain types of meat. Ooh. Not all meat. Like, that I think maybe. a tragedy if it happened, but I, hopefully I would adapt. Yeah. But that might <laughs> get you to not love fast food. The allergic pustules that ooze out of your face or whatever happens to you. Oh. Yeah. That might make you not yeah. want, or you might just endure well, maybe the it. Service should look into like breeding those ticks to be like, hey, you know, hypnosis didn't work. Having a guy shame you yeah. while you ate it didn't work. Uh, sit down in that chair right now. You're gonna get bit by a bunch of these ticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like breed those ticks, farm them out, and then distribute them to the fattest places in America. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no. I figured people enough. could come in and like have a consultation about it, but yeah, either way. I feel like if somebody yeah, oh yeah we, we gotta we gotta include the element of choice. Somebody That's just right. threatened me with a bunch of bug bites, I'd be like, I'm good, I'm just not gonna eat it anymore. <laughs> just have a guy follow you around with a bug, like every time you see the McDonald's like, on the if you don't if you don't put that down, I'm gonna make this bug bite you and then you won't want it. <laughs> I would accept the challenge. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and try. Try to make me not want this. Challenge accepted. For fast food, I think I would accept a bug bite that was painful, but not one that would itch for days. Like, I would get stung by a bee 
for a cheeseburger. I would endure that if I was hungry enough. <laughs> sounds like a weird game. Well, like, what about getting getting kicked in the nuts? Like uh, every every uh, fry you order, you gotta get kicked in the nuts. Well, that's just insane. You know? Every fry. How many fries are in that like bucket? Every order of fries. <laughs> yeah, it could be like, oh, these Rally's fries are really good. Like, I, I don't know if it's getting kicked in the nuts good. <laughs> yes. Any Anything else to add, Pat? No, I think we covered it and then some, so I'm good. I'm comedian Seth Addison. I'm comedian Pat Siebert, the Laugh Rustler. My name is Josh Courtney. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.